Welcome to a special bonus episode of Food and Loathing, or as I like to call it, the Leftovers Edition. Like so many people, we always order more pizza than we can consume in one sitting because we know we're always going to want more just a few hours or a few days later. That same thing happened to us while we were hanging out at Good Pie recording for our pizza episode. There were just way too many cool cats to chat with. We knew we wouldn't have time for all of them in one episode, but we just couldn't help ourselves. So for this bonus episode, I'm Al Mancini with Jason Harris and producer Rich Johnson. And we had such a good time covering the pizza beat. We just couldn't stop. All the pizza rotty were there, Al. We kept skiing cool people, enjoying the party. We waved them over to the table. We ate slices with them. We talked. Oh, my God. Enough talking. Let's just get to it. Scott Wiener, Johnny Pizza Tour, the king of the pizza tours. The king of uh, pizza ambassadorship, I'd call you. I'm a king of nothing. I'm just a pizza <laughs> fan, and I'm honored to be surrounded by pizza makers and pizza fans. What a great event. Congratulations. Thanks. This is congratulations to Las Vegas for having an awesome pizza scene and pulling together. We only had the idea for the event a couple of weeks ago. Pulled it together real quickly. And this Las Vegas Pizza Alliance, they operate fast. So, you know, once you shoot the flare gun up, it doesn't take much time for everybody to say, count me in well they're ready to go and it's like we were saying las vegas for some reason has a better reputation as a pizza scene outside of the city than here i don't know why that is how many years ago were you aware of like how special this scene is the day i met john arena was probably 13 or 14 years ago and it was that day that i knew how special it was because i met john and when you meet somebody like john who has this ability to be able to pull you in and make you feel positive and make 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 everybody feel special and not turn pizza in a, a hierarchy, that's how I knew it was awesome. And when I heard every other person I've ever met in Las Vegas talk about how, whether it be John or Gio or anybody helping them, that's when it's like, wow, crazy collaborative. Other cities don't always have that. You have a lot of cities where there's competition, and here, it's not competition, it's really collaboration. Yeah, you're right. John sets an example. I'm not a pizza maker, but he sets an example for all of us on just how to act and share our knowledge with everyone else. It only makes every elevate the boats, you know, sh but, ships rise. But Scott, you are like, if people want to know where to go for a good slice in New York, they go to you, right? You're, Scott's you're pizza the tours. guy, Scott's Pizza Tours. So here's the deal. Why is it that whenever I meet a New Yorker in Las Vegas, they're such an asshole about telling me <laughs> That you can only, you can never get good pizza out of New York. Yo, you could never get. And man, I used to, by the way, I used to, I used to flip some shitty pizza in New York. I made bad pizza in New York City, okay? So why is it that New Yorkers, once you get you guys, and I, I'm a former New Yorker myself, once we get us out of our native habitat, we turn into such dicks about pizza, other people's pizza. I think it has to do with the fact that when we're young, we are told as New Yorkers that we are special and gifted and better and can do no wrong. And our water is so magical right. that the pizza made with it is better than everybody else. And the bagels. Right. And we believe it because it gives us something to stand behind. But the person who speaks in extremes, we have the best. You can never have what we have. That's somebody who's not as educated as they can be. I'll give you an example of that when I moved to Manhattan in 1997. Krispy Kreme had just come to town a few months earlier, and it was like, oh my God, look at this wonderful thing that we New Yorkers have discovered, or if not invented. 
Never mind that it's been around in the Carolinas since the 20s. It's okay. gone way downhill, but that's beside <laughs> the point. That's another thing. Penn Station. It was in Penn Station. No, this was up on the Upper East Side. Really? I think they had to close. It was on 82nd. I remember the one in Penn Station. And, and it was like, you would go to Penn Station, specifically... Penn Station is disgusting. You would yeah. go there even if you had to. Yeah. You would go there to get the Christmas. Uh, 86, I think. Anyway. East side. I, one more question. We'll let you go eat pizza. Um, Al in our intro said that at least for a week, Vegas is the pizza center of the universe with this expo. Tell us what this expo means to the pizza community and why it's so important. Well, first of all, you got to keep in mind, we use this phrase pizza community, and it really means two different things. There's the pizza industry, and I feel like the word industry... It sounds kind of gross, so we use community sometimes to mean that. It means that in Vegas, this is the world's biggest pizza trade show, and it attracts people from all over the world. There's competitions, there's seminars, it's all about people helping each other out. There's no seminar that says, here's how you make dough, yada, 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 but there's a secret ingredient I'll never tell you. No, it's here's best practices for how we do this, and X, Y, Z, what we would do. But then there's this other element that's going on, which is happening more and more over the past decade. And that's people who are interested in pizza or maybe pizza adjacent coming to the event and thinking, oh, maybe I want to become a professional. Let me eyeball this. And if not, it's still the biggest pizza event. And that's pizza community. People who love the fact that pizza is communal, that it brings people together, that it's positive, it's egalitarian, it's there for everybody. You can be rich or poor, you can make it, you can eat it, and that's what community is for pizza. Before you leave, can I get a screw Domino's out of you? Or? I will not say that because I feel like people all over the world know pizza because of Domino's. And the fact that pizza doesn't have restrictions and that it, you can make a pizza that's a commodity pizza. And I actually would say that that has helped the pizza yeah. industry in general. I was trying spin. to get the Buddha to go off, yeah. off on it. On it. Oh, look at, oh look at this. The, Scott. Stain remover. Stain remover. I was my, doing my that silently, guys. I love that. Cause Very nice. Well, Richie Wonderbite, we're calling Harry's Richie Stains. I'm going to need three so. or four of these before yeah. the evening is so. done. I come to Vegas prepared. He's with ready to go. Carrying so. his Tide stain removing pen with yeah. him, which yeah. we need. So <laughs> that's awesome. We need, a, like Rich said, a few more of them. Thanks for stopping by, Scott. Enjoy the week. You're going to be a star, as always, here. Yeah, Thank I'm just happy to be here. Thanks for having me. The fun did not stop there. You know, so I went outside for some fresh air and I saw Nicole Bean and Laura Meyer on the street, so I dragged them in here. Incredible champion pizza makers, members of the World Pizza Champions team, and also the leading uh, members of the Women in Pizza movement, so honored to have them in here today, and uh, we definitely need to hear their voice. And where, where <laughs> would these people be able to get their pies? Tell us, tell us where we should know them from. Well, La Laura's pies can be had at how many different locations? 22 and counting, and <laughs> she recently launched Focaccia de Laura, which yeah. is an art, which is like a, this mail order focaccia that is unbelievable. I ordered it and I'm completely addicted. And you know, Nicole <laughs> Bean is taking over the whole scene in Houston. And I, I hear she's dominating the entire state of Texas as she far is. as pizza making is concerned. So uh, <laughs> I was a little nervous because Nicole's competing in the pan division on Thursday. And I'm also in that division. And uh, when I saw her name on the competitor list, I... I kind of got a little scary. Yeah. And, I'm not, and, yo, and that's being just straight up real. Take, well, her, take them down, Nicole. Thank you for bringing them to our she table. She will. Don't worry. Yeah. She will. Ladies, welcome. It's, it's, it's nice, nice to be here. This was kind of a sausage fest, a pizza <laughs> sausage fest, before you sat down at the table. So. That's all right. We're here to it break happens. it up. What, what, uh, now, the women in pizza movement, uh -huh. is this just a Vincent Rotolo uh, 
kind of made up message here. No, it's a thing. No, it's, I know it's there's a lot, thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I know there's a lot of women in pizza, but there is not an official women in pizza movement, is there? Like, there can is. We get it's t-shirts? It's a women in pizza. There are shirts. There's yeah. a yes. website. Want official. Yeah. There's webs. Yeah. Uh, now, is this a worldwide movement, or are you guys taking America first and then moving on? It is a worldwide movement. Yeah. Yeah. Full worldwide movement. Um, Orlando Foods has started it. Nice. And uh, we are ambassadors of the women in pizza movement. Excellent. Well, yeah. welcome, ambassadors. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I know. I feel very official right yeah, now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, you know, because this is always a topic that... Um, as a guy, as a male host, you always worry, right? When you have female chefs on, for the longest time, I never wanted to say, oh, female chefs or a female pizza yeah, maker, pizza because maker. because you feel like you're being condescending. But then I started speaking to a lot of women in the industry, and they're like, no, we mention it, because it needs pizza to be makers. said. Yeah. And and young girls who grew up and want to make pizza need to know that, that this is a career path that they can follow, and they can be among the very best of the best. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, I think in the right context, female, it's not a derogatory thing it's just descriptive well Laura you are you know famed for your work with Tony Gemignani um, did you ever have any kind of pushback because you're with such a you know well-known male pizza maker did did any of the students ever or pizza makers who worked under you ever disrespect you just um, I've never I've never had anyone with the balls to say it to my face, let's just say. Um, but I have experienced it more in the sense of people just kind of not giving me the time or the space. It's more of Tony's always been in the forefront and I'm just kind of in the back. And it's not necessarily like a slight to my face. It's just kind of a like a like almost like you don't exist kind of a thing. Um, and I've always kind of seen it, I've recognized it, but I've never let it stop me because it's, you know, I'm still here to make pizza. And especially in my day-to-day profession, I do a lot of teaching. So it's one of those, you're either going to learn it from Tony or from me, and Tony's a busy man, so you're probably going to have to deal with me. <laughs> so, this, is, this is probably a silly question, but we're at a pizza conference. <laughs> Are there still regional styles, right? So are you making California-style pizza? Are you making Texas-style pizza? Or has it just has the world just gotten to the point where people in all 50 of our states want all kinds of pizza? I would say that people are wanting more styles of pizza. Um, the regional thing is still very... I think there's a lot of still underground regional styles that people aren't aware of. More people are it, it, exclusively to like New York style or um, California style. Still, I feel like really big. Would you agree? I, I think so, but I also think that the amount of knowledge that's out there now—it's what there's. Bigger. Yeah, every, and well, everyone wants to kind of be defined by a style, but every but at the end of the day, even within the area that the style is born from, no two people are doing it the same. Yep. So. I think people are starting to understand that there's nuance to it and everyone has their own spin on it. So it might be, let's say, quote unquote, New York in essence, but it's different. The California yeah. twist or whatever. Yeah. yeah, everyone makes their own their own unique way of each style. And I think that's unique to the pizza industry in general is that we can kind of take our modification and say, this is our way of making this style. So Nicole, you're in Houston. Yep. What, what is the style in Texas? 
There is not a, a Texas-style pizza. It's funny. I was listening to a, a radio show on NPR the other day with a local uh, food writer, and they were asking him, you know, like, if there was a Texas-style pizza, what would be on it? And almost everyone that called in the show was like, brisket, barbecue. And I'm like, God, stop. Like, barbecue is its own category. We don't need to throw it on pizza. I get it. It's like the, you know. I would think more of, like, a chili well, of some yeah. sort. Houston has so much of a going Asian on top of it. Yeah. Food yeah. Scene too, I We're like. very diverse. Yeah. Extreme. Like, it's hard to pinpoint what Houston is because it's a giant melting pot of people. I mean, you have various pockets, but then they're all blended together, and there's not like one defined, you know, type of person, you know? Ah, the no zoning is so great. I hate it. <laughs> Can I ask a vocabulary question? Sure, you know, I sure. took high school Italian back in like 1982, 83, because my last name is Mancini, and I pronounce it Mancini. I don't pronounce it right. Um, but so pizzaiolo is the, the word that everybody's taught me. You don't yes. refer to a pizza maker as a chef. It's, no. It's a pizzaiolo. But uh, is, a, is a woman who makes pizza pizzaiola, yes. you have to change the yeah. ending vowel. Yes. Okay, I want to make sure I get that right. <laughs> high school, you'll get an A in high school uh, Italian right now. Yeah, so. you get right. one gold star today. Woo-hoo. Uh, I wrote about Laura a few years ago when you were doing a big event in New York. And one thing I remember us talking about was, is there a difference between the way a male pizzaiolo or a female pizzaiola approaches it. And one thing you told me is that you think sometimes there's a little more finesse um, because of just the different way the bone structure is in the hands of pizzaiolas. Yeah, I've, I've taught a lot of people over the years and men just tend to have bigger hands, longer fingers, just they're, it's just what I've encountered thus far. And they're um, much more, ag- I feel like they're much more aggressive with it. Yeah, we tend to talk about it as gorilla hands because they kind of like <laughs> slap Mashy. at the dough and it's more like Hulk smash instead of like this finesse. And yeah, and it's, hard. I, it's just kind of, I mean, but there's something to be said about like female hands and kind of that grace and fluidity and you know our hands tend to be more petite they're smaller and it fits <laughs> a little bit better inside of a dough ball when you're trying to stretch it and so i mean i'm not trying to say that like obviously there are many men out there that do some amazing boys jobs. are okay yeah. that's what yeah. you're saying it's just an interesting point that you know you're utilizing what you have to its greatest advantage yeah. that's all so, yeah. absolutely so, um, last question before we let you get back to eating pizza. I'm so excited. <laughs> We've been, like, starving all day. We're, like, oh, just staring at this piece in front okay. of me. Well, and then I'll, I'll let you go. But real no, quickly, what does, the Ve- what does the Pizza Expo mean for Las Vegas? Do we really become the center of the pizza universe for this one week a year? Well, I think it has many different... Uh, it just it means many different things to different people because I think yes we do become kind of like the center of the pizza world but for different reasons uh, a lot of people that I know and love in this world we we talk about it more as a family reunion <laughs> than we do as a convention because yeah we're all here to do business and we're here to compete and we all do that but everyone is just always so freaking happy to be here (laughs) and it really is kind of like this dysfunctional family reunion because we all love each other i mean we all hate each other because we're all competing against each other and you know it's like i want to win not you you know so but again that's kind of like a family you know there's always got to be one favorite child (laughs) 
Yeah, someone has to win, but... Exactly. Yeah. Are you competing this week? I know Nicole always says in the pan division, are you competing? I got asked to do the best of the best. So they kind of changed a few of the rules because of COVID. So they asked me to do the best of the best last minute. So I'm kind of like trying to throw something together. Um, but it's going to be great nonetheless. I'm excited. <laughs> it's okay. going to happen. It's going to happen. Well, I'm we excited. look forward to seeing you and seeing you guys on the um, convention floor. Thanks yeah. for your time. Women in Pizza Thank Rock. You. Thank and you. go and eat, please. Enjoy yes. yourself. Thanks so for excited. having us. Yes. Thank you. We got a special guest with us and talk about anticipated restaurants of this year. I bug this guy or John Arena every week. When are you opening? When are you opening? It's Ismaili. Pronounce your last name for us, sir. Ismaele. Ismaele. Ismaele Romano. Romano. Ismaele came to fame here in Las Vegas doing crazy, amazing pizzas on in Jerry's Nugget, was that right at in first? Jerry's Nugget, the first, yes. Yes, and, yeah. then, and then he was here at Good Pie, back in Good the Pie, other location. Yes. And, and just so you know, people used to say to me, go to Jerry's Nugget, go to Jerry's Nugget. And I, I was like, <laughs> why? And they're like, it's great pizza. And I'm like, okay, but then, yeah, but then they reminded me Palomino was across the street, and you could get fully nude lap dances and alcohol at Palomino. Good. So that, that be, between that and your pizza, that's what got yeah. me up to Jerry's Nugget. So here's <laughs> the thing. It's my LA makes some amazing Sicilian food, not just pizza. You're working on the focaccia. He's got so many yes. great things. Oh, my. Here's some Gio Moro. What do we got going here? Tell us what we got, my friend. This is Sicilian impanata. All right. Thank you so much. Well, this is delicious. Bitter olive and sweet onion. Impanata. Spinach, bitter olive, which is... Uh, some cured olives and uh, salt and olive oil, and then sweet onion to balance. Well, this is yummy. Yeah, knocked it out. Now, Ismaile, tell us about when we can finally go to Ellis Island and eat your food. Well, we are very close, my problem, another, another month, month and a half. Uh, we have a lot of delay on furniture and stuff like that, but we are so very close. What exactly are you doing at Ellis Island? I mean, Ellis Island has had a great rebirth ever since they put in the front yard over there. Yep. Great place to watch Golden Knights game. They have pop-ups upstairs. They had a recent tiki bar. And they've always had, of course, their own brewery, and they've also always had Metro Pizza. What are you bringing to Ellis Island so now? We Metro? try to bring a little bit the real Italian flavor, uh, like the street food of Italy, so it's gonna be focaccia and sandwich made with the focaccia, some charcuterie, charcuterie board, uh, homemade bacon, homemade uh, turkey, so uh, stuff like that. Uh, we're gonna make uh, arancini pasta, which is the classic arancini that in Sicily we make with the rice, but also we make it with the pasta, so it's different flavor. That you can Will you be making any of your specialty pies as well, or uh, no, right now? I don't know, maybe in the future there is a plan to do some other things inside the casino, so maybe we're going to build well, I'm excited food. that people are going to get to try your food. I've tried yeah. your food. I know what you bring to the table. I think it's going to open a lot of eyes because, as we've talked about on the show before, people think Italian food and they think one thing. But you're going deep into the Sicilian roots, yes, your heritage, yes. and you bring so many great flavors and ingredients out. Thank you, yeah. And, you know, Gina Marinelli was telling us when we talked about Sicilian food that Sicilian does draw a lot on African spices, Middle Eastern spices as well, right? Yes, and I don't we think have a lot of influence because people from Africa, they come, uh, people from Greece, they come. So we have a lot of influence. So the, the food has a lot of different flavors, a lot of different combinations. 
uh, yeah, we're also going to have a probably cannoli, coffee, some spritz, prosecco. So well, I'm telling things. you the truth. I'm looking forward to your place as much as any opening in 2021, and you know that. I'm excited for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And I Thank can't you. wait for people to eat your food. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait, me too. We can't wait, sir. Thanks so much. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you for your Cheers. Uh-oh, uh, uh, wait, we can't leave before we do this. Sitting down with us, my girl, Leanne Notabartolo from the Good for Spooning podcast website. What is it? The it's a website and a YouTube channel. YouTube channel, there you, you go. So she does cooking demos. And yes, you know, I, I, I I've do. watched her cook. I cook live in front of anybody who wants to watch. Tonight you're not cooking, though. You're here to no experience the event, and you're a new resident to this area. Tell us about what this event is bringing to the local scene and how it just uh it's worth the money right it totally is so my husband and i downsized from a big house in centennial and we moved into downtown because we wanted to walk to our some of our favorite restaurants and and we love Vinny and we love john arena and knowing that these guys are putting together like some great totally like legit pies from that are reminiscent of what we grew up with. My husband and I both grew up in New York. So this is like legit shit that we grew up with. I, I can cuss, right? I, I, I'm good. So like, yeah, we're New York, well fuck you. No, sorry. So yeah, so they're coming up with like legit pies that are very reminiscent of what we grew up with. And this is super awesome that everything is going to charity. We've got a lot of great amazing co collaborations and interesting combinations of amazing food. I really love the prosciutto with the arugula mm. on the super thin crust. That's really amazing. Super crispy. What are you eating at? I mean a little bit of any spicy yeah, stuff. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was really good. No, oh, Gio. this one was a spinach. Yeah. yeah. With the with the sesame. Yeah. I love the bitter bite to it and Olives the garlic. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally down with it. And my, and my husband is all over John Arena's uh, grandma style pie, yeah. which the cheese is like super stretchy and delicious. And the flavors totally blend really well. And, you know, this is our hood. This is our neighborhood. This is our city. So we're going to do everything that we can to support anybody that's in our community that needs our help. So whether it's eating a pizza, drinking a beer, showing up, you know, we're down for that shit. Awesome. Well, we'll go enjoy yourself. Go get pizza. I'm eat. totally willing to. Manja. Right. If you get any extra slices, bring them over. Totally will. <laughs> you know, I love you guys. And I have to say, I listen to every single episode. And I really enjoyed the interaction between the three of you. And I've never met you before, Rich. So I'm super excited to see you in person and put a... Richie Staines. Richie Staines has got a little... But I, I'm really excited to put a face to the voice. So I really enjoyed every episode you guys are doing. You're doing some deep dives into stuff that is totally left off the mainstream media, which, Al, I know you've been digging, like... We're having fun, totally man. This, it's, been, it's been fun. It's been an adventure. Yeah. I really enjoyed it because I am not a mainstream kind of gal, as two of the three of you know. But I really enjoyed all of your podcasts. I'm like yeah. really into it. And I hope that you guys get a lot more viewership, a lot more, I'm sorry, listenership. Listenership and subscribers because what you're doing is really cool. That 
is it for this special bonus episode of Food and Loathing. Thanks to all of our guests, Laura Meyer, Nicole Bean, Scott Wiener, Vincent Rotolo, Ismaile Romano, and Leanne Notabartolo. If you like what you heard, please join us again next time. And actually, if you haven't heard the first half of the pizza episode, go back and listen to that one as well. Then join us again next time. We drop new episodes every Friday, sometimes two, but mostly just one. Next week, it's beer o'clock. We will visit Craft House in Henderson and talk to some serious beer experts about what the craft beer scene is like in Las Vegas. So crack open a cold one and take a listen. And if you like what we're doing, please tell a friend about Food and Loathing. You can subscribe or follow at any podcast platform. If you subscribe through Apple, please leave us a five-star review and maybe we'll buy you a beer. Or just reach us direct by email, info at foodandloathing.vegas. On social media, search Facebook for Food and Loathing. On Twitter, we're at Food Loathing. And on Instagram, find our very nice photos at foodandloathing.pod. Don't forget, I also have a movie podcast, Awesome Movie Year, if you're, if you're interested in that. And there's no dot in that Instagram, but that's okay, Jason. And I know you like talking about the dots. With Jason Harris and his dots and producer Rich Johnson, <laughs> I'm Al Mancini reminding you all to stay hungry. Dot, dot, dot.